We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's a destination specialist with touring plans and can help you plan an amazing vacation. Whether it's Disney, Universal, a cruise, or an all-inclusive, she can help you with booking, planning, and strategizing to help you have an incredible experience at a great rate. Contact her today at michelle at touringplans.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney and Doug. It is currently Thanksgiving Day when we are releasing this podcast. So I I don't know when people are actually listening to this show. But first off, we are thankful for all of our Rope Drop Radio listeners. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most of all, and hopefully you're not eating too much turkey. Maybe you're listening to this and taking a nap because you had too much... uh, Turkey, mashed potatoes. What's no your favorite? one listens and naps. Come on. We don't put people to sleep, Derek. You know what? I would love to say that, but I'm sure someone out there is like, oh, Rope Drop Radio puts me to sleep every time. That would be a great review if somebody Ooh, wants that. Ooh, that would be that. a good yeah. review. But five so, stars. Yes, five star, five good stars. nap. Uh, I'm thankful for all of our listeners and all of our Patreons. And of course, you, Doug, uh, love doing this show. So happy Thanksgiving from us at Rope Drop Radio. Doug, what are you thankful for right now? Well, I'm thankful for all those things, um, as well as I'm thankful for our wives for allowing us to continue to do this, Mm -hmm. because without their support, there'd be no Rope Drop Radio, um, because they give us the time to record. But you know what else, Derek? What else, I'm very thankful that park hopping park is coming back in January. Back! Oh, yeah, just in time for when I'm there, Doug. I'm there two weeks before it starts. It's perfect. Or after it starts little different you have to wait till after two and then some parks may be available some may not we'll see i I think the first week you will learn a lot more about it and how things open they close yada 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 we haven't experienced it yet i'm glad that i get to experience it and have a trip report so be looking for that but yeah i'm thankful my annual pass park hopping is coming back because yeah that is the worst thing right now that you're done with a park and can't go anywhere else it's like, why does Epcot exist if I can't go there just for dinner? Exactly. Yeah. That's the painful and part. And making fun of Epcot forever. That's a whole nother show topic. I feel like so. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, get off topic on that. But yes, uh, first off, we are thankful for all of our listeners. Of course, all of our Patreons. You guys are the best. We just did a Mandalorian review. I know some of our listeners have messaged us. Hey, where are your Mandalorian reviews? Well, those are on Patreon. So if you want to get those, you're going to have to pay uh, a couple bucks and hear us talk about our favorite show and... These last episodes were pretty good, Doug. Little they were. tease. They yeah. were very good. We enjoyed them a lot. So go check out Patreon. Um, look at all the different levels. See what interests you. But let's move on to reviews. We've gotten more, which means I'm even more behind on reading them. So that's fantastic. That's great we're up news. To 275 total on the, the star count, Derek. So Derek wants to get to 300 by the end of the year. January I, 1st, 300. That's my know. goal. I don't believe there's a. With Chance. all of our listeners out there yeah. and all of our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter followers, you can get us to 300 by the end of the year. Take 10 seconds right now, click that five star, write a review, and you know, have Doug you, you make fun of you on You don't even have to write a review you don't. to get us to the 300. But Doug but will read it on air. Derek thinks we can do it. I don't. I'm always the pessimistic. Ooh, is this a, uh, a Disney snack bet? 
No, there's no bet. Okay, here. never mind. All because right. if we get there, we both win. That's true. Yeah. it's. Let me read a review. How okay. about that? All right. It is titled An Informative, Upbeat Disney Podcast by Dan Heaton. And Dan was a guest on our show way back on episode 168. And he is the host of the Tomorrow Society podcast episode. So if you're looking for some history, go check out his podcast. It's excellent. So on to what he said. He also, he he waited to really evaluate us with this review then. 168 till now. So, whew, pressure. Doug and Derek do a great job presenting their love for Disney and the parks on this show. It's a fun mix of tips trip reports, and just fun episodes. It's a good show that's definitely worth your time. There you go. That I agree is our with review that on of his, the day. his show. I love it. I subscribe as well. So mm-hmm. good stuff. Disney podcasters stick together, Doug. Yes. He talks to lots of Imagineers. Yes, he does. On his show. Yeah. Also, Joe, really... Joe Rody retired. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. 40 I'm not years. thankful for that. No, I am not thankful at all. for 40 years of Joe Rody. I wish we had another 40 years. Yeah. I don't know how yes. he does that, but that would be amazing. His ear could not get any longer. Oh, that's disturbing. That's just not the trouble. <laughs> I'm not a we, fan of We ear. are getting off topic already, but we need to get on to our guest and the topic of the day. We're really excited because we are welcoming on a cast member that does security at Walt Disney World. Lucky Doug and I have not ever been kicked out by him. You can often find him tweeting his location and letting us know where he's at in the parks. Welcome to the show, Matt. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for joining us. Really excited to talk to you today about Disney cast member life and the bubble and everything. But let's start with you sharing with the Rope Droppers how you got started with the Walt Disney Company. Well, it was about a year and a half ago, maybe. My wife, as a joke, I was working as a 911 dispatcher, of all things. She sent me a link on Facebook to a job fair for Disney security. So I'm like, why would you send me this? She goes, fill it out. Why not? So I did. And by the end of the next day, I had a job. That is awesome. It was, it was that, that easy. I went through the whole process in about 18 hours. Wow. Now you're a former Navy guy, correct? Do you think that played a yeah. big role in your getting hired so quickly then? It helped. They were looking for people with military experience or had a degree in like criminal justice or public safety, which I have public safety degree. And somebody in a high stress like a police officer or EMT or 911 dispatcher. So all of those worked. Thus hired practically on the spot. Well, congrats on that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You're also a Disney Parks fan because you go in the parks oh, yeah. often and tweet about it. Where did your love for Disney come from originally? When I was in the Navy, I went to boot camp actually here in Orlando when they had a boot camp here back. I think it closed in 93. While I was here, we went, my friends and I would go to Disney and loved it. You know, I've always loved Disney movies and now. I live here, and it's what I do. I mean, work and play Disney. Man, that is the uh, the best kind of life right there. It sounds like you enjoy your work, and you enjoy going to your work when you're not actually on the clock. So that's, that's Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. I love it. So what does a typical day uh, when you're on the clock look like for you? Well, right now, I'm because of my shift schedule, I come in about 3 o'clock and 
we get our briefing and get our radios and go out and either I'm doing the screening with bag check or wait till you guys have you guys even seen the new system? Oh, we yeah. have. We were there a yes, couple weeks yes, ago. Yeah. Many questions awesome. about that to come. Okay. <laughs> it makes it a lot easier on us. We don't have to check as many bags, but I'm either doing that or I'm the foreman where I'm the one in charge out there. So it just depends on the day, but it's pretty much it. That's what I do day to day. Pretty straightforward. Then um, do you, work lots of different locations or usually the same spot over and over? Usually, um, well, my, my main home is Epcot because of the position I'm in. I can, I've worked pretty much anywhere. I've done contemporary, the grand, a couple of the resorts. I've done all the parks, Disney Springs, just depends on where they need me. Epcot on New Year's. That's where they're going to need you. Yeah. Epcot on New Year's. That's I did it last New Year's. (laughs) (laughs) It was crazy. That's now on my bucket list, Doug. I'm just saying it. Ep- someday. Epcot on New Year's. Yep. We we went in for a couple hours last New Year's Eve, and like, cause my wife and kids were like, "Let's just go see what it's like." I'm like, I've seen enough on Twitter. I don't need to see. It, it looked like just people had slept along a fence for like days, holding their position for fireworks, and just. <laughs> It was concerning. It was very. Con- Meanwhile, we we spent our day at Hollywood Studios with like the smallest crowd we saw the whole trip. So yeah, Epcot. Um, so in your position, I think it'd be probably one of the harder positions to make things magical for guests because you are having to enforce rules and kind of that side of it. But are there things that you can do to make it magical? Well, yeah, I mean. We always say we're basically the first people that a guest will see. You know, they usually just drive up to the toll plaza, pay for parking, and come in. And security is the first people they run into. We try to make everybody smile. Doesn't always work, but we try. Well, now you have to smile with your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I've, I've always been impressed with security up and down. Uh, especially even at like Star Wars, 4 a.m., I was there. Security was there. And they were all happy and joking around with us. And so it, it always amazes me that you guys are, are so great to be almost ambassadors for every guest who comes in the park. Right. And and unlike an attraction cast member where they're working at one location day after day after day, we can go anywhere. You know, so we're interacting with guests all over the parks and resorts, and it helps us get out there. And people think of security as, oh, I'm in trouble. But I know parents that tell their kids, look for the guys in the blue. Yep. If something goes wrong, we have That's said good that. Point. We have said that to our kids multiple times. It's the same, you know, costume everywhere, it's uniform. You know, no matter what land you're in or anything like that. So it's the one consistency other than the name tag that you can tell a kid to look for. Um, And the whole outfit's a lot easier to find than a name tag when you're you're four, at least. (laughs) Speaking of that, we did some cleaning um, the other day as we're still moving in a year or so later. Um, And we are going through one little box and we found the bracelet 
that Samantha wore on our first two Disney trips. So she wore this when she was two, and it still fits her wrist. And it has my wife's cell phone number on it. She joked about wearing it to high school. I don't know what we should be more concerned about, the fact that her wrist hasn't grown at all or that she was going to wear it to school. But that was the uh, <laughs> pre-Magic Band parent's phone number on the wrist. So, all right. Um, you spent time in the NBA bubble. Now, this is something that, as sports fans, I watched, was fascinated by. The bubble, the bubble was impressive. What was it like being on the bubble of the bubble or in the bubble? Were you around the bubble? How in the bubble were you in the bubble? I was in the bubble. In the I bubble. worked I worked Coronado Springs, and that's where most of the teams stayed. So mm-hmm. I got to see the Lakers and the Heat and the Celtics and all those guys on a day-to-day basis. So that's when you're, awesome. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> jealous. Uh, any secret fist bumps or winks or nods? Uh, no. I mean, the guys would always hey, how you doing, or how's it going? I almost got knocked down by LeBron, (laughs) purely unintentionally. I was walking through a hallway, and the Lakers had come out to go to practice or something. I tried to duck around a player, and apparently LeBron was trying to duck around him at the same time. And, I mean, he was inches from running me over. Well, don't worry. He would have flopped anyway. Oh, <laughs> he's the champ, the goat, Doug. Come yeah, on. Goat, whatever. We're, no. we're Warriors fans in my house. So when you're in the bubble, were you coming and going from the bubble, yes. going home? Okay. Yes. Yes. So how often were you being like tested and that sort of stuff? We could get tested every day. Okay. If, I mean, it was purely voluntary on how often we got tested, but we could get tested every single day. Okay. That's, that's just incredible in itself. And the players were getting tested every day. Yeah. I mean, after they got that bubble started, they had a few cases early on, but it showed that the bubble worked. There's no yeah. question about yeah, that. Yeah, it really did. And Disney did a great job at, at working with teams and the people and, and security and keeping that bubble together. I, I'm impressed that it, it worked out as well as it did. Not as well as for uh, college football right now, Doug, but it worked great no, that's for the NBA. the opposite of a bubble. It's, <laughs> I don't know what the opposite of a bubble is, but that's what college football is right now. Uh, nobody learned from the MLS and the NBA. They're just like, ah, yeah, that was cute. We're just going to go ahead like normal. Clearly the bubble worked. So you got to see the Lakers, the Heat. Wow, that's that's fantastic. Um, but you didn't get to go to the fancy barbershop then, I'm guessing. No, Meridian. no. And that's 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 a shame. I mean, that you would have fit <laughs> right in there, I'm sure. What was the neatest thing you saw within the bubble? I think it was just seeing all the different players. You know, it's it's one thing to see them on TV and, you know, see people walking around with their jerseys and all that. But to actually see these guys up close and personal really kind of brought it home that, hey, what we're doing is kind of important here. <laughs> we're protecting these guys from the outside world right now. Oh, I love that. That's good. I'm sure I haven't asked any of the questions my son would ask right now. He'd be asking about whether their shoes were lit when they weren't practicing. <laughs> um, no. Something was fire. Some, you know, all the typical 13-year-old boy lingo. But... uh yeah, did were did the teams mingle a lot? Like you hear about how they're two 
too friendly with each other these days. That's what a lot of old school basketball people complain about. Did was that something you could see? I saw it a few times where that like hanging outside of Grandestino or something like that, where there's players from different teams just kind of hanging out, talking, doing whatever. But for the most part, they hung out as teammates, not as okay one team to another. It was teammates hanging out with each other. It was the playoffs. You got to be focused, yeah. right? Yeah. Got to win. And the Lakers won. I'm not a Lakers fan, but I, I cheered for them yeah, in the not championship. Either. Yeah. You, you just like to text me about LeBron. Oh, I do. Just to mess with you. That is my job in life, listeners, is to text Doug and annoy him any way I can. So. And text him about LeBron. One thing, I will transition this. One thing that has not annoyed me is the new type of security at the gates, which is incredible, amazing, magical. Magic. All the things. I don't even know how it even works. So I want to talk to you about that on... uh, how is this even how, how does this even happen? How does this work? I I okay, I'm a parent with a stroller or a bag. I'm usually checked with security for a good 35 minutes and before I get into be. the park and I probably should be you're right. But now it's just like go on through. You're nothing's in your bag. You're good to go. Now if you have a stroller with you and we just have you pull up the stroller to the side and you walk through with any bags you have and if it doesn't beep have a nice day. But, but what's in the... Th- is there some, like, radiation going cosmic, through? How does it know radiation. that there's... Like, okay, for, here's what happens. So I have all my podcasting equipment in my bag. So there's microphones. There is plenty of metal and, and things that look like tasers and weapons, I guess. I'm assuming Zoom mics. And it doesn't ding at all. Like, it blew my mind that all this equipment that I carried around with me did not get stopped by security because back in the day, I would have to answer at least 10 questions. No, I do podcasting, <laughs> rope drop radio. Here's my card. That's a microphone. Yeah, I could probably hit you in the head with it, but I can't do any damage with it. But now it's just like, up, oh, go on through. You're you can't good. hit people in the head, Derek. I am short. You're We're, right. We are too short. Touche, yes, Doug. Correct. So what is, what is going on with this new system that they got? What, what are they zapping me with? It's a metal detector just like the old ones. It's just a little bit more advanced. That's and amazing. Yeah, you, you walk through, and if your bag doesn't beep, you're you're done. It's that quick. It's, it's so, guys, if you haven't gone yet, it really is game-changing in my mind for, for Disney check-in. And it's not just randomly beeping on people. No. Right? It's beeping no. on specific stuff. Because yeah. at first I was like, I think it's just random. It's just randomly getting people. And then it got my wife, like, every time. Because she had, like, ten of our um, rope drop, like, we had celebrating rope drop buttons in her purse that she carried around for no reason because we couldn't go within six feet of anybody to hand something to someone. <laughs> We'd have to ha- throw it in the air, spray it with Lysol as it went to the person. But, like, it beeped on those every time. Little round aluminum discs, basically, or tin. I don't even know what those are made out. Very cheap metal. Yes. But it, it, did it, not... it looks for large pieces of metal. So like a microphone doesn't have a whole lot of that's true metal to it. It's just the little electronic components. It's not going to hit on that. But a battery pack to charge your phone, mm-hmm. it's going to hit on that every time. Now, what was different? Like we used to have to hold them in front of us or above our head. 
How is this different from that necessarily? You don't take anything out of your pockets. It's, it's insane. It's just so walk great. through. Unlike the airport where I have to make sure I have the Kleenex out of my cargo shorts pockets yeah. for the one scan. <laughs> They freak out. They freak out at me all the time in the airport. Who am I kidding? Between me and Alden, one of us is getting patted down at the airport. It's magical. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's just, it's, it's amazing. It's so great. I, I, I like love it. it. I'm so happy that this is here, and I bet it makes your job a whole lot easier. Oh, it really does. It's a lot quicker to just, especially first thing in the morning when we open up and there's people lined up. Up to 200 deep and you open it up and before you know it, they're gone. We like that too. And like, it's so efficient that as we're approaching early in the morning and they're like, there's no bags over there. Like they're sending people to the no bag lines. This was back in September. The line for the no bags actually was slower than what Michelle and Derek went through with their bag. And one time you guys were waiting on me. I was like, well, that didn't work. So then I just went through with them from there on out. But yeah, it's definitely different. Everybody that hasn't experienced it, you're listening going like, it can't be that different. Can it, it is. Yeah, oh, it is it that is. different it is. It is. And I mean, Disneyland Paris, like you put your bags through like the old airport scanner type thing. I mean, they, they do full on, that takes forever. So this has gone the opposite direction of Paris, that's for sure. Okay. So, and uh, all we all we tell people is if you have an umbrella, or a battery pack, or even the hard shell eyeglass cases, pull them out, hold them in front of you, and walk on through. Like okay, how I don't, far I don't like uh, umbrella Just people anyway at Disney. Length. Yeah, umbrellas should be No, outlined. they're the worst. The, yep. The way it rains in Florida, when is that ever going to help you? This is this stuff called wind. But so hold <laughs> it out. I get my battery pack and my non-umbrella. Hold it out and I zip on through. Yep. It's it's phenomenal, guys. It it really is a great addition that Disney has done. I love it. Doug loves it. Uh, so you'll love it as well. And so yeah, this is incredible. But I want to move on to some of the unique things that you have found as uh, someone who works in security. Uh, we once <laughs> had Kingdom Strollers on and we found a hand. And if you want to learn more about it, we didn't. They did. Anyway, they that is a teaser. Go back. I wish we would put that episode in, Kingdom Strollers episode, a hand. That's all you need to know. And it's my be- funniest part of this whole show ever. <laughs> but uh, what are some of the interesting things that you have seen working for security? Really, I don't see a whole lot, but... We had a person walk in with a set of handcuffs. That's normal. So, yep. Yeah. That's... Yeah. We have to tell them either put them back in your car or we get rid of them because you can't take them. I did go through a guy's bag one time before the new system. We had to open eyeglass cases, jewelry boxes, things like that. Open it up and there's an engagement ring because he hadn't, hadn't proposed oh. yet. Yeah. He quickly said please keep that kind of hidden because she was standing about three feet away from him and he wanted that secret. So just kind of peeked real quick, closed it back up and shoved it down in the bag. It's not, I don't know if this one's funny or just odd, but I mean, we all know Disney's expensive on food. So people bring sandwiches, chips, drinks, whatever. 
I open a bag and laying on top is a whole cucumber. <laughs> now you can't bring a knife to cut the cucumber. So she had sandwiches and other stuff in there, but there was a whole cucumber, not in a Ziploc, not anything like that. It was just laying on top. We have talked about that on the show That's over the last where I four keep my years. Cucumbers. People bring food right. into the park. Sometimes it's just easier to buy food at a quick service, guys. Do you just walk around like gnawing on your cucumber, kind of like an apple? I mean, that's that's what I was what, wondering. I, I mean, just, I'm envisioning nom, like it's a walking treat. <laughs> cucumber, it's like a churro. Yeah, a churro. There we go. Oh my that's perfect. Yeah, a churro. <laughs> I don't know. Get a little ranch dip. I don't like cucumbers, so this is even grosser for me. <laughs> oh, there's nothing like a good fresh cucumber mm, to walk yeah. around with in the Florida heat. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm it's sure refreshing. that's delicious. It's juicy, it probably gets runs down the cucumber on your hand. I never would have. Yeah, that's the the ones that floor me are the people that have like the subway sandwiches that. Oh yeah, not in a cooler. Like it's nine a.m. Like, w- what is that sandwich gonna be like by noon? And where did you buy your subway sandwich? Like, does Subway really make regular sandwiches at 9, 8 a.m.? They must. That's just disturbing. And is yeah, Subway really cool. that much cheaper than Cosmic Rays? Not, eh. not when you figure in chips and drink. And yeah. All that. It's about the same. Yeah. Yeah. So, interesting. No and prosthetic hands, though. Anything weird no. that maybe you've heard of, your colleagues, anything uh, intriguing uh, that may have happened? None that I can think of off the top of my head. What I always love is that I feel safe at Disney. Like, yeah. no one's ever trying to sneak in weapons, handcuffs, maybe, but it's just like everyone goes to Disney knowing that this is a happy, magical place. And, and yeah, you might have something random, but the most that you're ever worried about is, is Subway sandwiches and rotten meat, I guess. Cucumbers. Oh. And. I mean, we get the occasional pocket knife. A guy will forget he has it on him or no. whatever. Same situation. You got two choices. Take it back to the car or we get rid of it. I enjoy it when we fly, um, especially in the winter, January, February, which my wife calls all-inclusive season when all the regular folk go on their one vacation to the to Mexico. Watching them come through TSA at our airport, we have the gate we were at a couple times. It's just perfect people watching of TSA. It's the true. number of yes, pocket knives. Yep. yep. It's it just it, it it fits all the stereotypes of where we live, Derek, watching them come through security. I would love to and say the, that's never happened to my wife and I ever. Never. No. It totally oh, has. You've, You've my wife has actually. What is your wife doing with a pocket knife? It's a long story. It was on her honeymoon going to Disney, and she, she was... her purse, like her roommate had borrowed, and it. I, we threw it away and went on with it. Wow, you're one yep. of those. Okay, never knew it. All right. Well, is it... I, it's an Eagle Scout, Doug. You carry a knife with you sometimes. And the oh, military camping. guy, the military guy in me, I always carried a pocket knife. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just gotta you gotta get out of that mode. You gotta remember where you're going, right? Yep. So, any other tips um, as guests head to security to make it? Yeah. Seamless, how can we make your job you? easier? Well, like I said, with the with the umbrellas and the battery packs, hold them out in front of you. The old way, everybody waited for that green light to walk on through. Mm-hmm. Don't wait. Walk right on through. 
and don't stop after you get through waiting to hear for the beep. That, that's true. It got me. As I can. Even I assume it on me. I'm already down the way. I always yeah, assume I'm going to beep. Like I'm 99%. I'm that guy getting a cavity search <laughs> at the airport. It's going to beep on me. And it didn't. And that's what blew my mind when I was down there. I yeah, just walked in like I belong. If, when, when you walk through, there's about an eight to 10 foot space where if you're going to beep, you're going to beep in that space. And we'll tell you go over and see the bag check so that they can make sure everything's good. Other than that, if you don't beep, keep right on going. Go. Get in the park, get to rope drop, get on the attractions. There you go. Absolutely. And if you're trying to beat everybody else to the attractions, you hand out a whole bunch of battery packs to everybody around you while Ooh, you're waiting. I like it. <laughs> yeah, just like, slip yeah, them into people's bags. Put this in your bags. bag. Just slip them in, yeah. and they'll slow everybody else down. You'll be so the you first. So you get first one. I like it, Doug. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So is it hard to get out of the work mode when you go into the parks? Sometimes. Uh, I try not to let it affect my off time, but you can't completely shut it off. If I see something that's obviously unsafe, somebody could get hurt, I'll say something or I'll report it to a cast member somewhere. But usually if it's something simple, I just let it go. It's it's not worth the the time and trouble to call over a cast member about it. I just usually just try not to let it bother me. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. So oh Derek, do you have any other questions? No, I I really always feel safe at Walt Disney World and, and that's one of the reasons why I love vacationing there with my Family, I know people will bring that up, and I'm like, no, it's great. They have security check, and now it's even more yeah. magical because it's faster and safer. So uh, I, I thank you and, and mm-hmm. all of your staff and, and colleagues for doing what you do and being diligent at that. Oh, we appreciate it. That's what we do. We we're, we protect not just ourselves, but the guests and Disney property as well. Quick word from our sponsor. Have you heard about the new Touring Plans Travel Division? It's a free, full-service travel agency. Their destination specialists can help you book trips to Disney or anywhere around the world and will work full-time to find you the best deal. Touring Plans agents are experts in smart travel. Check out what they can do for you at touringplans.com travel and make sure to tell them you heard about it on Rope Drop Radio. Now, back to the show. Nice. Well, with that, I think we're ready. For the lightning, lightning round. round. All right. Oh, boy. <laughs> Matt, this is where we ask you a series of questions that you answer with your favorite Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, what have you under the Disney umbrella, um, which I guess is NBA now, so it could all be LeBron. All right. So <laughs> um, we do keep score, but the points don't matter. So good luck. Here all we right. go. Favorite Disney movie. Besides anything Star Wars, I'll go Mulan animated, Mary Poppins live action. Nice. Now, I have to ask, what's your favorite Star Wars film then? It's got to be Empire Strikes Back. Oh, good choice. Yeah, classic. Yeah, That's classic. the best. Yeah, and I don't think we've said it yet. Your Your Twitter handle is... Well, it has Navy something in it, right? But your Twitter yeah. name is Matt Alorian. Yeah. 
So yes, you're a Star Wars fan. I'm. I was assuming. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Favorite Disney character. Stitch. Oh. And as odd as that sounds, I mean, he is kind of popular, but. My wife and I, our anniversary is actually 626. Oh, nice. Very but we nice. got married before Stitch came out, so it just worked out really well. You were you were Stitch Day before it was cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. All right, favorite Disney villain? Dr. Facilier from Princess Frog. and the Frog. Yep. Favorite Disney song? His song, Friends on the Other Side. Mm-hmm. See, we get that one quite a bit, yeah, don't we, do. Derek? We, those, that combo. So, all right. Favorite Disney park? Gotta go classic Magic Kingdom. Not not even Epcot at, where you work. Even though I work at Epcot. He's seen some stuff at Magic Epcot. Kingdom. It can't be his favorite. I know favorite. what's in there. <laughs> I know what's in there. I'm going to pick that one. All right. Favorite classic attraction you define classic? I'm going to go either Pirates of the Caribbean or Haunted Mansion. Either one. Both quality mm-hmm. choices. Favorite modern attraction? <laughs> this one has no challenge to it. Rise of the Resistance. Yes. There you go. Derek, have you come over to that side yet? It's Are tied. Still... still tied for Flight of Passage oh. and Rise. No. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. I love both. And you're wrong. I'm okay. okay. Yes, he is. <laughs> All right. Favorite Disney Resort? I've only stayed at one, but I've been at several. I'm going to go with the Grand Floridian. It's a good one. It's, a, it's hard hard to argue. Um, all right. Favorite counter service restaurant? Satuli Canteen. Oh, good choice. Yeah. That's our yeah. favorite as well. Yeah. Best, best quick service anywhere on property. Yeah. You know, when they built Galaxy's Edge, I was so optimistic we were going to get, like, something – similarly good right and i oof, i don't think we got it bay is not, okay. not as close it's just you can't it's go just, wrong with a ronto wrap that's though. true no no that's good but docking bay eh. i've done it twice and i think i'm good yeah all right we ate there the last time we went Derek, but that was for the show yeah that it wasn't because we're like Let's eat there. It was like, we should probably give it another chance so we can review it again. And they were like, man, that was so expensive. It's somehow like doubled in price since the last time I went. That's, it's expensive to get stuff it to is. a different galaxy. Yes, far, it is. Far, far away. All right. Enough of that. Favorite table service restaurant? Ohana. Oh, do yeah. you listen to the show? It's like you, you should be on it more <laughs> often. That is Doug and I's Ohana. favorite as well. My That's wife a- got a reservation at Ohana one night, got it the same day, and we actually had a table with a view of the fireworks. Oh. That is magical right there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. They, they can't reopen it fast enough. That's I agree. Just, I'll agree that was some of the worst news of 2020. Alone. Yes. All right. Favorite Disney snack? Classic Dole Whip. Oh, what? he is just you, Doug. Yeah, he's just trying to score more points, basically. <laughs> All right. I told you I'm a Disney I'm a Disney nut. All right. Favorite Disney drink. Wow. Um I'm gonna have to go with a black and tan at the Rosen Crown Pub in oh, Epcot. Great choice. That's a that popular. is a good one. Yes. Yes. All right. 
and a Disney bucket list item. Well, one of my bucket list items was already checked off, so I'm going to have to go with the chef's table at Victoria and Albert's. That's a good one. Now we have to know what was checked off, though. Club 33. Oh, you got got in there there and got to sneak in? Yeah, a friend of of mine took me and my daughter in there one day. Nice. A friend of a friend. Very cool. Yeah. All right, and that concludes the lightning lightning round. round. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. If you have a Twitter or anywhere you want people to come check you out that listen to the show, uh, give it a mention right now, and I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Navy1990. If you're in Epcot, swing by, say hi. We'll take a picture. I do a little hashtag find Matt. Find Matt. I like it. Yeah, he's got his own hashtag, folks. His own hashtag. I try. (laughs) So... Well, next time I'm down there, and for sure, Doug, will try to find yeah. Matt, and I find encourage all of our listeners and Patreons to do that as well. Uh, but most of all, just thank you for doing what you do and keeping us all protected while we're at the parks. Well, thanks for having me on, and I'll keep it up. Wonderful. And we got to thank our sponsors. We want to thank Joe from backtothemouse.com. Go check out the website. Um Lots of good blog posts. Go read something that's good for you to read. Over this Thanksgiving weekend, read about tropical destinations. There's a really good one about Segway riding in St. Lucia. If you've never done it, you read it, you feel like you did it. That's backtothemouse.com. And if you want to book a trip to Walt Disney World right now, because it is a magical time to go, and meet Matt, you're going to have to get a trip planned with Michelle McKnight. And if you book right now, you get a touring plan subscription, which I love, and you can get an inaugural year gift. So great things. Uh, Really check them out. Michelle will help you have a magical vacation, and it's just wonderful. I can't wait to go in January and meet Matt, and thank you, Michelle, for everything. So... Yeah, Joe and Michelle, yeah. great stuff. Yeah, and she still does more than Disney. Like today, she booked a Key West vacation, Royal Caribbean, Norwegian, and Alani. She booked everything but Disney World. Oh, you so, know what, yeah. Doug? That sounds like something you and I need to do. Matt, you want to come? Everything but Disney sure. World? Anything right now. I'm <laughs> ready to get out of my house and go... Nope. Name You're the stuck place. There with your kids. There you go. Yes, uh, school needs to start soon. So, uh, on that note, we are going to get to our Patreon episode, so we can talk more. Uh, and definitely, uh, if you are interested in becoming a Patreon, supporting the show, getting the bonus content and some swag, you're gonna have to find that in the show notes. But that is all the time that we have. Oh, leave a review. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving and do so by leaving us a review. That's what, what we want to be thankful for. Help us get to 300, Doug. Yes, 300. All right, and real quick, end of the thing, what is your favorite pie, guys, for Thanksgiving? Doug, that's, what's that's your favorite the pie? the question of the yep. week. Oh, um, I, I mean, pumpkin on Thanksgiving. You have to? No. Nope, I, I mean, know. I'm part pilgrim, so I have to go with the tra- classic things. So Alden is named after a pilgrim, right? That's... It's a big deal at our house. We're pilgrims. Okay, so I got to so have pumpkin pie. Because, I mean, you? clearly that's what they ate exactly like we do today. Matt, what about you? What are you eating today? Uh, I got to go with a pecan, pecan pie. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna go with French yep. silk. So we got all. Is that really the table. Thanksgiving? It though. is. It is totally Thanksgiving because totally it's, they did not eat chocolate. They totally ate chocolate they back in the original. <laughs> I think so. In my mind, they did somewhere in Walt Disney World. They're Have eating you chocolate. Watched the Charlie Brown special. There's, I don't think that was mentioned. In I don't the know. Mayflower Complex. We are it's... going to look that up later, but after the Patreon show. But thank you guys. We want to know what your favorite pie is, and be sure to have a wonderful Thanksgiving. We are thankful for all of our listeners. So for Matt and Doug, I'm Derek. We're going to get to the Patreon show. So thank you for listening to Rope Drop Radio.